is up, everybody? It is not your boy, Dave. Not your boy. I'm Shane. Dave's not here because we got another snowpocalypse. Yeah. Snowpocalypse 2023. Yeah. Do you remember we had one of those last year? It's it's not actually that apocalypsy. But Shh, I'm waiting for Pedro Pascal to show up. <laughs> oh God. I have uh, a new man crush. Uh, I'm lying, it's not new. I've loved him <laughs> since Game of Thrones. Anyway. I'll shut up. <laughs> uh we've we've got we've got uh uh I, what are you, his things for you? I don't Ramblin', know. which Ramblin', I already did. Ramblin' Man Russell, he already rambled. <laughs> got it. Uh uh WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then uh we've got we've got uh the Barry the editor. Special so, guest. Yeah. I don't have like cool things like Dave does. I'm sorry. That's fine. I don't do the AKA. I, I did. I fucked this all up. Yeah, every time. But hey, this is the DQP Weekly where we talk about movies and movie news. Yeah. And trailers. Yeah. And like stuff that just shit that we recommend, like, you know, entertainment and stuff that we don't recommend as well. For sure. Um, but yeah, so what what we got first? We got we got correspondence. Yeah, we have some correspondence. Yep. I haven't done that. Remember in so to long. put that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you bring a bill for Dave? By the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. This is a very special email. Oh yeah, yeah. It comes from someone named Dave. Uh, <laughs> Dearest dudes, what is up, dudes? It's ya boy. Ya boy! Dave. It says Paul's for Shane. <laughs> Paul's for Shane. And unfortunately, Winter's Grasp has a hold of me, and I cannot make it to the studio. I figured I'd send this little email wishing y'all a good show. I love and miss you all. Aw, Dave. Barry. So full of love. Please add an awe track. Oh, you don't have to. I already did it. Uh, man, I'm on top of shit today. Yeah. Uh, I also figured I would take take this time to talk about a classic movie I watched last week called Dangerous Men. It was released in 2005 in L.A. for four days and made $70. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, it was written, directed, produced, composed, and edited... By fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Jah- Jahangir Salihi, and then he says, "You're welcome, Russell." <laughs> <laughs> but he decided to not use his name, but instead use quite possibly the best Hollywood name, John S. Rad. <laughs> oh my god! It took John around 26 years, and you can tell most in scenes change in style and camera quality from shot to shot it was a treat it was like a textbook example on how to not make a movie (laughs) but in the best way it pretty much doesn't have a story and the main character gets arrested in the movie about halfway in and is never seen again (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck um I know most people wouldn't like this movie, but if you have the time, it's great, and it's perfect for gathering a small group of friends, getting pizza and snacks, and lots of beer. Well, that's all I have for you dudes. Hope to see you all all soon if the snowpocalypse lets us. Yours truly, ya boy. Ya boy! P.S. Snape kills Dumbledore. 
supposed to include the page number. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Thanks, Dave. You remember when we talked about doing the post-its? Postmates? The post-it notes. Like, going and putting the post-it notes on the inside of the jacket. Like, go into the... Would, like, ruin, like, Twilight and Harry Potter and everything and just be like, this person dies or whatever. Putting the post-it inside the book, like, in a Borders or (laughs) when those were a thing. (laughs) We never did it, though. No. That'd have been good stuff, though. Yeah. Hmm. We can do it in 15 years when the next Game of Thrones book comes out. Yeah, after Brandon Sanderson finishes it. <laughs> oh, that joke's dark. Yeah. I've made it before. <laughs> I know. That's all I got for correspondence. All right. Uh, so headlines, then. Yeah. We're just going to fucking yeah, track, man. Yeah, let's just fucking roll right on in. Yeah. Do some headlines. All right. I told you last week we would keep you updated as the situation unfolded with Justin Roiland. Well, oh boy. Justin Roiland has been dropped by Hulu. He's lost sponsorships and had ties cut by Adult Swim after the domestic violence charges became public. Adult Swim released a statement that Rick and Morty will continue without Roiland's voice acting. And it will be recast. Solar Opposites in the new animated series, which debuted uh, like early this month, called Koala Man, uh, will also continue without Roiland's involvement, says Hulu. Other accusations have come out about Roiland, uh, one of them being his conduct toward Allie Goats, a female musician who released a Rick and Morty-themed concept album. Roiland was texting her some vulgar things that I won't read. Uh, But you can definitely find with a real quick Google search. And then he attempted to blame his misconduct on being drunk. Hmm. Yeah. We will continue to we will continue to follow the story as it develops uh, because uh, there's more um, sort of already. But it's just not been enough for confirmation of those things. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah. how, how many voices does he do on Rick and Morty? Uh, most of them. Yeah, because he does. So he does. He does Rick and Morty, and then he does uh, any character that almost sounds like them. It's like Mister Poopy Butthole. Um, like a lot of the side characters, he does the voices for. Uh, he does a lot of the improv improvisation. Improv- Improvisations. <laughs> you improvised how to say that word. I did. <laughs> um, but honestly, I'm of the opinion that like the non improv, like the improvised stuff on Rick and Morty is funny sometimes, and like it, it's especially funny when you can hear like the laughter coming through. Yeah. Um. So like that's amusing, but like I think the written stuff is like the crux of the show. Mm. So, like, a lot of the deep dialogue isn't improv, it's, it's written. Right. And that's Harmon, so. I mean, Harmon has had definitely had his stint of being a piece of shit. Uh, hopefully all that's over. Um, or, you know, we'll see. So everybody's gonna get taken down. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for uh, that headline. Okay. Um, I didn't want to list the sponsorships he lost, because... You know, we'd still be talking about this 20 minutes from now. Uh, but he's pretty much been dropped by everyone. Ooh. Pretty much everyone was like, okay, 
Like, I think Adult Swim came out first, and then Hulu followed, and then just a large backlash of hey, I go like, fuck yourself. I liked that the Adult Swim one was literally just a bump. Oh, dude, yes. Like, if you guys ever watched Adult Swim, the bumps are like, they just have these ads that are just a black screen with a very specific uh, font, and it's just white text, and it just, like, leaves it on there long enough for you to read it, yeah. and that's what they tweeted out. They were just like, hey, we're no longer associated with Justin Roiland, his parts are going to be recast, Rick and Morty will go on without him. Yeah. And that was it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which I was worried about because I mean he is a large part of the show. Yeah, and like, I mean, my, we'll see what it's happens. One of my favorite shows. Yeah, but we'll see what I mean, honestly, it could get better. Like him being out of the picture because I know like uh, him and Harmon were having a lot of problems at one point because Harmon likes structure and stuff like that, and Roiland is a fan of. Well, just turn the mic on and I'll say some stuff. And getting drunk and harassing people. Oh, yeah. He appears to be a fan of that as well. <laughs> Didn't he get drunk to do the voices a lot of times, too? Yeah. Yeah, no. he would get drunk in the studio. Uh, like, especially earlier in the, in the show, like the first couple seasons when Rick is drunk, Royland is drunk. Like, yeah. yeah. Does he have a lot to do with, like, the writing, or does he just do yeah. voices and improv? He, uh... I, so... <laughs> I mean, I don't know that he actually has a lot to do with the writing, but he is a part of the writer's table for the show. Like, him him and Harmon have been, like, co-creating the show since, like, he is a co-creator of the show, and they've been co-creating it together since it started. Um, but I think he primarily, from my opinion of him anyway, I have no facts to back this up, but my opinion of him and, like, some of the stuff Harmon has said on, like, his live Q and A's and stuff like that. It does seem much more like Royland is just sort of there in the writer's room. And then like wants to improv a bunch of stuff. Hmm. So, okay. Which like there, some of the super funny stuff like was improv, like at the end yeah. of season one where Rick goes on, a, like Rick's rants, like you can tell when they're improv and when someone wrote the thing, Rick said if it's profound and like has like seven layers of meaning it was probably Harmon and it was probably written but if it's him ranting and saying Rick and Morty for a thousand years six seasons in a movie like you know all the stuff that he rants like it's yeah probably improv <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah all right let's move on uh next headline is Brendan Fraser's first Oscar nomination is in the books for his new movie The Well well, whale, whale, w h a l e, yeah, not w e l l. Whale, 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 what hell? Whale? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> whale. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? So, and apparently, it's a really good movie. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, I didn't know he was acting again. Yeah. He's been doing it for a minute, uh, so this is kind of like his big comeback with this movie, is because it's like very artsy and it was like not not necessarily like super independent or anything, but uh, it's it's just kind of like an artsy Oscar bait movie. Um, I don't know that I would actually officially call it Oscar bait because he doesn't give a fuck about awards. Um, well, at least not the Golden Globes. Yeah, not the Golden Globes. Um, 
But so this is kind of like his big, like kind of comeback moment in front of Hollywood eyes. But we've been able to watch him on Doom Patrol for the last three years. Yeah. Maybe four. I don't know when that show started airing, but uh, that was one of his like first stints back. And he he's one of the better things about that show because it's Brendan. And he's awesome. Do you know what happened? No. Do you listen to the show when you're editing it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's probably like me. He like edits it and then forgets everything that was in the episode. Yeah. I mean, not everything. I mean, he but basically yeah. got like sexually assaulted by uh the I don't remember what the guy's name or title was, but he was like the head of the foreign press that runs the Golden Globes. Yep. And instead of just like taking it, he was like no, and then spoke out about it, and then he got blackballed. Mm. Yeah, and he like it like fucked him up. So he just like kind of went away for a while. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah, yeah, it's super fucked up. I mean, there was other shit too, like he that he was going through, but like that was kind of like the straw that broke camel's back. It's a pretty big straw. Yeah, but. yeah. He was also going through other shit. Yeah. So. But yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so in other Brendan news, mm. uh, Brendan Urie and his wife are expecting their first child and gave this announcement. Uh, Brendan said, I'm going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus and energy on my family. And with that, Panic at the Disco will be no more. Huh. Yeah. When's the last time they put out a record? couple of years ago yeah. they're doing a european tour right now um no, but, the, but after that's, that's over. over he's he didn't like use the word retiring so i imagine he'll be back in some capacity in a few years but it won't be <clears throat> from the sound of it it won't be to do more panic at the disco stuff well it's kind of just been him for a while right always yeah, no maybe idea. he just like writes everything and then gets people to come play music oh yeah it didn't it didn't start out that way it was like him and some dudes uh from las vegas and then they got popular and then i think after the second album was when people started they they ran into the thing where brendan was like well let's do it this way and this is how we should do it and stuff like that and then there were lots of disagreements and brendan had retained all the rights to panic at the disco so then it was just kind of like he, I, I, I haven't heard anything or read anything about him like being a dick about it, but I think it was more so like, hey, this is the direction we're going, and then people disagreed and just kind of bowed out. Um, but so he's had a lot of different like band members come in and out over the last probably 10, 15 years. Mm. I don't know. That <laughs> sounds like he was a dick about it, at least in the first first place. But yeah, it depends I mean, on how it, how it happened to start. Because like when you start a band and you start it as a band and not like, hey, I have this thing and I need people to play it for me. Yeah. When you start a band, you're not going to have one person have all the rights to everything and then be like, oh, well, it's my way or the highway, I guess. Yeah. If you guys want to leave, I'll find somebody else. That's not how yeah. it usually works. Well, he's so like he has primarily done all of the writing since the inception of the band yeah so like i don't 
Still not usually how it works, yeah. even if you have a primary rider. But whatever. I yeah. just, like I I I don't actually care. It's just like that's interesting, especially if there's not like a lot of uh hubbub about it happening and yeah. how it happened and stuff. And I wasn't like at the time. Like I mean, I'm still not like a huge Panic friend fan i'm a brendan f- fan because like he like on all, all of his social media stuff he's always been like hilarious and like entertaining mm. and like i like him um i don't always love like panic at the disco but like some of the stuff's okay and some of it's just sure. sketchy um but yeah so i don't really I, I wasn't a fan i don't really know what happened in the early years but mm. it, it did eventually essentially end up being like hey i have all this stuff like do you want to come do this on tour yeah yeah you know there's a lot of stuff like that yeah uh but that's it for that one uh up next uh we previously had talked about uh the madonna biopic coming out this year um it's now dead at universal uh that project will not be moving forward Hmm. uh i couldn't really find a reason why uh the reason stated was because madonna's launching her world tour this year is she or is there like a weird person wearing a madonna mask (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man if you guys have seen a picture of her in the last like year yeah no i in the article for madonna's biopic is officially dead at universal uh there was a picture of her and i was like that doesn't look like madonna at all no it looks like a fucking balloon full of filler (laughs) uh vaguely shaped like a human face yeah 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 don't don't get filler guys don't don't have plastic surgery unless like you have a injury that you need it fixed just like uh yeah yeah uh yeah i just wanted to highlight that because we had previously said that it would be coming out um now it's not no um this one though this is the good news you're gonna like this news finally i think you'll like this news i've been indifferent i like this or upset by the news that you've given me so far. this one is specifically for you bud oh thanks and not in like that sarcastic way that i usually set up because you're gonna go oh my god or groan uh oh, violent it's moon Knight season two <laughs> isn't it <laughs> it's definitely a number two <laughs> yeah violent night two is in the works with tommy Wercola uh set to return as the director sweet yeah i'm into that yeah yeah that movie was dope yeah i liked it too yeah i figured that'd be good to you know kind of end on yeah thank you i appreciate that yeah yeah sorry it's... you suffered i mean i didn't mm. suffer it wasn't like you know you didn't make me watch Moon Knight again. It's just like I would never. Thank you. I because appreciate that means that. I would also have to watch <laughs> Moon Knight again. And I know you've been a lot more outspoken about it, but fuck that show. What yeah. is like Reddit? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Reddit is like sucks that show's dick a whole lot in it. I I'm subbed to the the uh, I'm subscribed to the uh, Moon Knight subreddit, which was just a comic thing before the show came out. Yeah. Right. But then, like, when the show was, like, announced and people started, like, flocking to it and it shot up in popularity, the sub did. And uh, now it's just, like, every day I get at least one. Every day I get at least one thread in my fucking feed that's, like, 
Oh my god. The fucking Moon Knight show was so good. Like, it couldn't have been any better. What what, what do you want to see Moon Knight in now? Like, fuck you. What do you want to see in season two? An actual Moon Knight show. I want the Russo brothers to come back and direct season two of Moon Knight. I actually saw a fucking fantastic comment. Mm -hmm. It was, they wanted the last scene, show the last scene, like the stinger from the show. Yeah. And then you back out and it's a movie set. And someone else is actually Stephen, Mark, and uh, fuck, what's the other one's name? Jake. Uh, yeah. Stephen, Mark, and Jake. And he's he's Stephen right now, and he's directing or producing a, a a movie about Moon Knight that Oscar Isaac is starring in, and it just retcons everything to <laughs> be like the comic. Like the yes. whole first season is just a TV show or a movie that he made about himself which is actually a thing twice in the comics dude that'd be awesome did you give that guy an award you uh, you have to pay for awards now there aren't free awards anymore and i'm awards not giving were free <laughs> there... have you given reddit money no oh my god uh, i mean i haven't anyway. given reddit money like people on Reddit, maybe. What? Huh? What? Anyway, this is before be we, yeah, before we out I'm not, I'm not. him for whatever the fuck he's <laughs> buying on Reddit. Uh, yeah, so, don't get me divorced. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ! Oh, shit. <laughs> Barry, edit that <laughs> right now. Cut it out. Uh, but so Reddit has awards, and there used to be like free ones you could earn. Like, people could give oh, you okay. some, and you could, like, give them to other people. Uh, okay. But they got rid of them. There's only I've... ones that you can buy for real money. Okay. So, I've never actually given an award, yeah. so I didn't know how it worked. But I thought the way it worked was... So, so if you I... got them, you could give them? Yeah, I thought when you got them, they went into, like, your collection of awards, and then you gave them back out. Oh. I have no idea if you can give them back away, but... I don't either. I've never gotten an award. Oh, yeah. Because... I don't know, I'm not that fucking pithy and I'm yeah. not I don't comment on stuff when it has zero comments. Yeah, I have like 39 karma. So Jesus Christ. I don't like comment on stuff. I, I think that's more through. than me. What the fuck, guys? I don't know. I don't comment and I don't post on Reddit. I mean, like, no. I don't have a lot for someone that's been on Reddit as long as I have, but like I've got like 6,000. Bro, you can comment on all the subs. Yeah, I know, but it's not that much <laughs> karma still. Like, there's like a lot of people have way, way more than that. Yeah, I've lost karma. I've I've only had a couple of like negative comments. I think I've gotten downvoted more than I've gotten upvoted. Oh my god, that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't have thirty nine karma. Yeah, no. On a on a on a regular basis, I get downvoted more than I get upvoted. Yeah, but. You're well, I do get upvotes, a little bit. it's usually, like, higher. Okay. But my downvotes are usually, like, when I'm like, well, how do you like Moon Knight? Oh, well, yeah, I usually get downvoted in the Moon Knights. Because <laughs> I'm like, this shit is terrible! And they're like, no, it's not. 
or downvote or, you fuck you <laughs> one, one of my comments that i got downvoted all the hell was like no i want to see nicholas cage come back as ghost rider <laughs> <laughs> in a multiversal effect of course not like he's the johnny Bra- blaze of the mcu and oh. it was just fucking one of the things that we watched today after we watched uh unbearable weight mm-hmm like something he said made it sound like he was supposed to be in the Flash movie as Superman. No, that was so. Like this has been a rumor that he was going to be that his Superman would show up in the Flash Flash movie. Uh, yeah. So like that's that was like a rumor for like a while but i don't know but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah because he's because they like they said like somebody said like could this still happen or something because he was supposed to be in the burton uh superman movie yeah that never happened but they like made a costume and did a fitting and everything there's like pictures and video of him wearing a fucking superman costume Hmm. um but the, it was in some, like, dumb quiz thing. Oh, it was the GQ thing. Yeah, it was the GQ quiz thing. Because uh, he was like, he was like, well, how long would, sa- how long of a, how long would I have to do it to satisfy you? Because yeah, yeah, it, it like, wouldn't be very long, it's very plausible, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, it made it sound like he was going to have a little cameo. Yeah. Which would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, something in that movie has to be good. Um, yeah. It's not Ezra Miller's behavior. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. What the fuck were we talking about? What did uh, we start on? I think we were just wrapping up headlines. Oh, wrapping up headlines, and I kept mentioning about Moon Knight, because yeah. the internet won't let me forget that it exists. Yeah, that all came from Violent Night. Yep. Yeah. Violent Night was good. Let's move on. Woo tangents. <laughs> uh, you guys have some recommendations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russell, you want to give me... What What do you recommend? We're doing recommendations. We don't have a tag for this. This is recommendations. Oh, yeah, we don't. We need oh, a yeah, thing. I, I meant to ask about that a bunch of times. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just make it myself, but I had no idea what to do for this. Just put, like, a bang that, like, kind of, like, like, shoots out, like, zooms in, and, like, then it has, like, recommendations over the top. Just be like, recommendations! Yeah. Recommends. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to make you animate stuff. Yeah, I got to get on YouTube now. <laughs> this right, episode is going to take like 14 hours to edit now. We're, I'm we're all learning all the time. <laughs> Mostly just Barry. Barry learns. <laughs> we like read things and find <laughs> shit on the internet to like talk about. And he's yeah. like, I'm learning a skill. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll start with, uh, that 90s show came out this week, last week, some point, uh, I don't remember when, how long have I been watching this? week. Yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah. Uh, so that 90s show came out last week. Uh, I watched all 10 episodes. Um. Kind of surprised it's only 10. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like streaming format for sitcoms. Uh, I prefer the format. On most things, I, it was kind of weird because uh, I've been watching that '70s show a lot. Um, and there's like infinite episodes of that. Yeah, and they're very they're they're 22 minutes. They're very formulaic uh, mm. to fit the sitcom uh, time slot, um, which I feel like they they should have done for this. 
because uh, they're 30 minute episodes, most of them. Some of them come in at like 26, 27. Mm. But they're 30 minute episodes, and it it definitely changes the whole feel of the episode, like That's having weird. the extra seven minutes. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, you know, a quick little review of the whole thing. Uh, I think it is, um, it's it's one of the better versions. What did you say earlier? I liked how you said it. Contemporary re- reboots. Yeah, contemporary like reboot of uh of an older sitcom. Yeah, um, it's the best version of that that has happened so far. Uh, so I watched Girl Meets World. I didn't know. Uh, awful. Um, I watched Time at Your Father. Um, also awful. I feel like that one was more of like just a like a, a spinoff, or well, not a spinoff so much as like a shitty sequel. Yeah. Um, it, but it feels like like it it has the weird reboot. Like, hey, you missed all of the charm of the original show thing. Yeah, that's weird. Um, that's dumb. So like, so yeah, How I Met Your Father, uh, not, eh, eh, no, not not very good, like yeah. at all. Uh, Hillary Duff is fantastic in it. They just didn't give her like a supporting cast that was worth a damn. Or writing. Yeah, and the writing's bad, but the delivery on most lines are is my issue with really How I Met Your Father. Yeah, it's very, it's it's it does not feel organic at all. Um. So that 90 show, uh, and there's like a couple other shows that are like that, but, uh, or that have done that thing, but I mean, it's whatever. So that 90 show, okay. uh, is pretty good. I mean, most people are probably going to dislike it, um, because you have to be able to deal with the kids not having chemistry, um, which <laughs> was not a problem for that 70 show at all. I mean, that's like the whole appeal of that 70 show. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, so, uh, Deborah Jo Roop and the Red. guy from RoboCop. Yeah, I can't remember his uh, actual name. So, Red and Kitty coming back, and they kept like that is the theme throughout the show that holds the show together is like they're still Red and Kitty. Yeah. And they both do a really good job of coming back into those characters mm. um, and like seeing their dynamic play out as as an even older couple uh is is awesome uh they did uh red is a little bit more lighthearted, uh which is easily explained with this is her this is their like granddaughter instead of like his direct son yeah and he was always sweeter to Lori anyway yeah um so like that really actually works out uh and then so them being the heart of the show again uh works out really well and like they're they're just great uh the kids there's not a lot of chemistry between the kids uh that are basically the replacements for Eric and Donna and uh Hyde and you know Kelso Kelso um and Jackie um Fez and Fez. Yeah, you're going to say all of them if I can say all of them I guess <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, there's not like the chemistry between the kids is weird and there's not really a lot of it there. Um, they do still like poke fun at each other. So they did try to keep that like thematic, like they're a group of friends that hang out and just kind of make fun of each other. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't, uh, it just doesn't hit right. Uh, and then the studio audience laugh track is turned up too high. 
It almost uh, drove me nuts. Uh, but I started I started being able to ignore it after the first couple episodes. But that was me. Let you know. Um, so, uh, but overall, like I did enjoy the ten episodes. Uh, the cameos from uh, pretty everyone has a cameo except for Hyde, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all the cameos were really good. Um, and I, I mean, overall, it was just fun. Like it's not like watching it critically probably everyone would hate it but, yeah you know it, it is like a fun little thing and it does give us a little bit more of that like universe to like spend time in um so i mean i i, I think it's worth watching but if you're a fan of the original if you're a fan of that 70s show like it's worth watching uh just you know it's nowhere near as good as that 70s show and it's probably not ever going to be uh i think if the kid i think after this season if the kids really like culminate a relationship, a real relationship with each other, yeah, uh, and not do like the weird Disney like fucking separation and like not like just end up hating each other or whatever, yeah, uh, then I think like the next season could be a lot better and they could eventually like grasp the heart of what was that 70s show. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at with that if they get another season, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they get another season because it is on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Fuller House was another one I was going to mention. That oh, that was like. terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I watched like maybe in one episode and I was like, meh. Yeah. I don't care. But I didn't really like super love that 70 show either. So, yeah. I didn't think I would like this. Yeah, another one. Yeah. I send I send you guys this stuff. And then he oh. tells you about it like every other week. Yeah. Uh like so, so knives out. Uh <laughs> Shane was like, da 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 all the stuff, knives out, da da da. And so when the trailer came out and I originally watched it, I was like, that's not gonna be good at all. And yeah. fuck Johnson. Um So eventually I caved and I watched Knives Out, because... Uh, because of Shane. Yeah. Um, which I also hated Johnson, so... Yeah. Uh, the first Knives Out... You know, Knives Out is probably my favorite movie in that genre of, like, pulpy uh, murder mystery. Yeah. Like, it, it's so good. Yeah. No, it's, it's so fucking good. good. <laughs> yeah. And, it, like... So, fuck, it was so good. Yeah. Like I don't even know, like nine nine point five out of ten probably. I loved it. Glass Onion though, Glass Onion gets like a eight. Yeah. Um it's, it's not good. Yeah, it's good. Not as good as Nine Zone. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, um, I watched Glass Onion, but I haven't seen the original yet. Glass Onion was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really need to watch them in order so much. Um because the stories are like individual. Yeah. It just has the recurring character of uh Daniel Craig's character. But yeah, I uh my like I love Daniel Craig in this role. I love that he took this role uh shortly after he was done being James Bond. Cuz like James Bond is such a like like he he was bond for i don't know, i don't like 10 years 
Yeah, like I know what, he only four did movies? like four movies, but yeah. I think they were over like ten years. Yeah, the last two longer. took a long time to come out. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and I liked him as I like I liked him as James Bond, but oh, yeah. it's it's a very like narrow role to play. Sure. And so, and I've seen him in other stuff like Lair Cake. Uh, he was amazing in Lair Cake, and uh, but uh, in in the Knives Out movies. He has like there's such a wide range of character that he gets to play with the one character, and I love that, and I love that for him. And he gets like you can tell he had so much fucking fun like making those movies. Like you can just like see it comes through in his performance. But my 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 primary problem with the second one is the third act, mm. and I didn't care too much for how it ended. But okay. Mm. But other than that, like I mean, it was still like a pretty good movie. Uh, and I w- I want to see more of this. Like I want I want more of this in universe. Yeah. He did five Bond movies uh, over fifteen years. Jesus. Casino Royale was two thousand six. Quantum of Solace was two thousand eight. Skyfall was twenty twelve. Spectre was twenty fifteen. And No Time to Die was no uh 2021 was is specter the one with javier bardem no that's skyfall i don't think i've seen specter specter uh has uh uh christoph waltz oh yeah yeah yeah. i did see specter yeah i don't think i've seen any of those dude casino royale is baller Casino, That's a yeah. fucking awesome movie. Casino Royale is really good. Uh, I really liked Skyfall. Whoa. Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I really liked Skyfall. And then I think I think Spectre was okay, but I forgot I watched it, so it probably <laughs> it wasn't too good. Yeah, I haven't watched the last two. I haven't watched Spectre or No Time to Die. Yeah, I haven't watched No Time to Die, and then what was the one I missed was after Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace. Oh, I didn't care for Quantum of Solace yeah, a whole was, lot. It was meh. Yeah. It was like, it was a James Bond movie. Yeah. So, Skyfall and Spectre both had Sam Mendes directing, um, but all the other ones had different directors. I don't know that I've ever seen any 007 movie. What? Any of them? Yeah, I don't think so. You didn't see Goldeneye? At least Goldeneye? Like, come on. I saw a gold member. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> We're going to have to get snowed in again and watch a bunch of fucking Bond movies with Barry. Because he can, like, snowshoe over here. Can we just, like, watch Connery and Brosnan and Craig? I mean, I didn't say all of them. Oh, okay. I said a bunch. Okay. As long as we're picking and choosing, I'm good with that. Okay. I left out Roger Moore. I don't, like, hate Roger Moore, but I could go without. What about Dalton? No. I'll never watch another Timothy Dalton James Bond movie again. Okay. Is there a story behind that? (laughs) It's just... It's awful. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't have a. I don't like necessarily have like a compelling story. I mean, there is a story. Like, I watched all of the Timothy Dalton James Bond movies and 
Hated which them. is like all two of them, I think, maybe three. And then I was like, yeah, I don't like him as Bond at all. Um, I do like Timothy Dalton, though, in other stuff. Just not. Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Hot Fuzz. Uh, he's a very amusing Time Lord. Kind of awkward, but as he has a Doctor Who cameo. Who's that? Timothy Dalton? Yeah. Uh, he was James Bond in two movies, Living Daylights in 87 and License to Kill in 89. Yeah. I'll go back and show you a picture. Living Daylights is really bad. Timothy Dalton, right there. I like how I hovered over the picture and it b- put it the same size next to it. <laughs> it's like 2% larger. It's just showing the whole picture. It's oh. the same size, but it's showing the parts that are cropped off. And then there's also uh, Lazenby. I think Lazenby did two movies. Uh, I think Lazenby did one. Oh, did he only do one? Hold on. All right, we're, we're, I feel like we've done this before. Fun movie. Actors. I think his first name is George. Yeah, George Lazenby. James Bond actors in order. Oh, let's try IMDb. Uh, let's see. Barry Nelson did Casino Royale in 1954. Uh, Sean oh, Connery. Yeah. Forgot about that. From 63 to 67, 71, and 83. Dr. No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, and Never Say Never Again. Which I feel like Never Say Never Again was not... I think that was the one that's like not actually a Bond movie, but it's a Bond movie. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, you're, or is that come out in 83? The War of the Bonds was in 83. Yeah. Uh. So then David Niven, they did, they redid Casino Royale in 67. Uh, Lazenby um, did Honor Majesty's Secret Service in 69. Roger Moore was Bond from 73 to 85. Live and Let Die, The Man with the Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker for Your Eyes Only, Octopussy, A View to Kill. And then he in 64, what? Seven-minute James Bond skit on Mainly Millicent. I don't know what that is. That's uh, just like a variety show type, like SNL type thing. Christopher Kazinov in 73 in Omnibus, The British Hero. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, I, I already said Dalton. Uh, Brosnan was 95 to 2001. Golden Eye, Tomorrow Never Dies. World is Not Enough and Die Another Day. Uh, and then... I might have seen Golden Eye. That guy looks super familiar. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you played the game, right? No. Are you like 16? Yes. 23. Fuck. Nobody likes you when you're 23. God damn it. I was playing Zelda instead of GoldenEye. Okay. And that game was actually garbage. 
play I mean, it right now. If you play it right now, it's <laughs> garbage. It was on Nintendo 64. Fuck off. Uh, Daniel Craig, we said those. Uh, Bob Simmons, 62 to 64. Oh, he was the Bond that. inside the gun barrel in the intros. Oh. From uh, Dr. No from Russia with Love and Goldfinger. Why wouldn't they just use the same guy? Fuck if I know, man. Hmm. Huh. But then he was in Thunderball, Goldfinger, and Moonraker, I'm assuming is like a stuntman. He wasn't actually bonding those. Interesting. But yeah. So what? Roger Moore did the most? One, two, three, four, five, sort of six for Connery. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and a skit for Roger Moore. So Roger Moore did the most. Hmm. Uh, it, so we were doing recommendations. Yeah, <laughs> not about um. not about <laughs> Pond at all. Yeah, so Knives Out. Uh, if you haven't watched it based on Shane's recommendation, I'm going to back up Shane's recommendation. Uh, I would watch it, and I would watch Glass Onion, too. Yeah. They're both pretty good. Knives Out is really good. Yeah. Glass Onion is good. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And then uh, I don't want to steal the other recommendation. Yeah, Barry. So I'll let him recommend it, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, you should watch The Last of Us. On what? I don't know. I have all the streaming things. HBO Max. Yeah, HBO. <laughs> Watch it on HBO. Yeah. I have to have all the streaming things because you guys have all the streaming things. And the only time I watch stuff is when you're like, everybody should watch this. And uh, sometimes I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then I got to go figure out where it's streaming. Yeah, that's why I started... Have, like putting it on here so it's not like <laughs> I don't get like three text messages after a show comes out. Hey, where do I watch that at? Yeah, yeah fuck, uh, you can watch remember. Knives Out on uh, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and then you can watch Glass Onion on Netflix. Yeah, I wish they were both on Netflix because yeah. you got to rent Knives Out, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's not six dollars, it's three dollars, which is yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will back up Barry's recommendation and say you should probably watch The Last of Us. Uh, so far, it's pretty good. Uh, episode one is amazing. Episode two is an episode of The Walking Dead, but that's fine because it's a good episode of The Walking Dead, not one of the bad ones. Uh, but it is very much an episode of The Walking Dead. Hey, I watched like the last 20 minutes and I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. It's not totally the same as the game. There's some shit that's different. But then there's other parts where yours is like feels very much like the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super into it though. I yeah. saw like when a... you spend six minutes watching someone climb a rock pile to come to a door on the other side, that felt like it was part of a game. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched a uh, video on like Instagram, I think. It was a reel on Instagram and it was like a side by side comparison of a cutscene from the game and the same scene from the show. Yeah. And like it was Ellie talking to Joel, mm -hmm. and it was her lines lined up perfectly. The editing and the camera angles lined up perfectly. Like, 
Joel's line was like a half a second behind his line in the game. Like it was almost exactly the same. Hmm. Yeah, even like early on, just like the house felt like their house felt like the house from the game. That's crazy. That's awesome. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, so I didn't play the games. Uh, but I I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode. Like usually, I wait till the third episode to make my mind up. But that first episode, I was in, and then the second episode, I was like. Mm. But then I saw the preview for episode three. Fuck, buds. I'm super excited for episode three. Hey, because Nick Offerman's going to show up. Yeah. B, I mean, he's going to not do anything. The pre- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll be fucking pissed. <laughs> no, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but one of the changes, I was going to highlight one of the changes that they made, uh, which they talk about in the... Uh, feature it at the end of season or at the end of episode two if you wait till the feature it they kind of talk about it and like why they changed it um but so and so i guess in the game there's like spore clouds of spores that you have to avoid and like not walk into mm-hmm. or else fungus gets in your lungs well you just don't they just like put a bandana over their face yeah so uh they axed that idea basically uh because Partially with like the difficulties of filming and how realistic versus unrealistic they thought it might be, but they incorporated uh, the idea of a uh, he says in the feature a, a wood wide web. So uh, where like, and what they say in the episode is you you know you could be a mile away and if you step on uh, basically like a like a string of like a cord of the fungus. Then it could like wake the mycelium. up. Mycelium. Yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. mycelium. Like you step on like the mycelium, it could wake up the cordyceps uh, later. Yeah. Like a mile away or something or even further. Yeah. Stuff so like that. In, in the last few years, at least like in the last year, I've heard about it, but I, I feel like it's been a recent, more recent discovery mm-hmm. that they're probably the largest organism on the planet that we know of are actually fungi. Yeah. Yeah. Where they literally have their like a whole forest. Yeah. Like there's a huge several square mile forest and there's like one fungal organism living in the whole thing. Yeah. Like there are other little pieces that are around on the surface but like underneath the surface is a giant fucking fungi. That is just like a network of of like pieces of the fungi that like stretch out through the whole forest. Yeah, it's like a neural pathway type of thing. Yeah, it's like, like a yeah. brain underneath the yeah. fucking forest, and it's a fucking mushroom. It's a, it's a hive mind. It's fucking mm. wild. Yeah, it's pretty fucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so and like, if you start looking up stuff about like cordyceps and like fungi turning stuff into uh into zombies uh-huh dude yeah what about the one that you were telling me about last night you sent me last night about the ant. That, that text because uh, so like there's an ant that gets or a grasshopper or something that gets taken over by cordyceps yeah and it just has like mycelium sticking out of it right yeah, yeah. it looks just like shit from the game yeah right yep. uh have you seen the picture yeah, I was actually just reading about this again today. Do you want to put the picture right here? Yeah, if you send it to me. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll probably put more. 
So it's, it's not just ants. It's so like there's one specific variety that affects one specific ant breed, but then there's other ants that can get it too. But that's a whole nother strain of the cordyceps. Yeah. But then like grasshoppers and moths and so like each one is a whole different strain of fungus. Like the grasshopper one can't affect the ants. Right. And the ones that affects bullet ants can't affect fire ants. Like okay. they're super hyper focused on like each one only knows how to deal with that one specific organism. That's it's, fucked up. So I was like, how real? Like, I mean, cause he mentioned the ants and he was like global warming. I'm like assholes. <laughs> so then I had to read about it and it, it was like, this has been, you know, millions of years. It, and now it can affect this one species. Right. So, like, it's going to be another million years, hopefully, before we got zombies. Or, well, I know. mean, it started 999,999 <laughs> years ago. started working on the mammals. The, the right species might just be, you know, hiding somewhere or in a sarcophagus that we're about to open. Uh, but... Yeah, read the fucking... The brain shit. Yeah. Ugh. So... Uh, comment one. Uh, I remember reading somewhere. Don't quote me on it. The scientists We're figured out. Here. Yeah, <laughs> you're quoted. Uh, the scientists figured out the fungus wasn't overtaking the insect's mind and rewiring it. It was literally overtaking its limbs and forcing it to move using its nervous system. So the insect knows what's happening and can only watch in horror as it moves. And then second comment with a source. Uh, back in 2017, Professor Hughes and his team scanned ultra-thin slices of infected ants under a powerful microscope to build a 3D model, painstakingly marking which parts were ant and which were fungus. That gave them a much more detailed look at what was happening structurally at a cellular level. They found a surprisingly high percentage of fungal cells in the ants' bodies. The cells were concentrated directly outside the brain without ever penetrating the brain. Instead, the fungal cells formed an elaborate interconnected 3D network enabling them to communicate with each other and exchange nutrients. They essentially cut the brain off from the rest of the ants' bodies. So the networked cells can control its behavior. As yet Ed Young wrote in The Atlantic, The ant ends its life as a prisoner in its own body. Its brain is still in the driver's seat, but the fungus has the wheel. Fuck that shit. Mm -mm. Fucking that's, wild. Everything like on almost, this planet wants to kill us. Yeah, it's almost just like wor completely worse in every way than like regular ass zombies. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> could you like imagine like you're trying to stop yourself from like spitting mycelium into your loved one's mouths. Yeah. Mm. But you can't because it's just going to happen. Yeah, you're not in control. Yeah. It's like being in a K-hole, but somebody else is controlling your body like a puppet. Yeah, it's like being John Malkovich. Blech. Blech. <laughs> well, I don't recommend that. <laughs> and you know what? I also do not recommend... Slasher Flesh and Blood on Shudder. I know I've talked about uh, Slasher being good the first three seasons. Really, the first two seasons are good. The season three 
starts to wear thin on on the tropes that they've built into the show and then this one like leans way too far into it and also like is poorly written so uh it's on shutter if you want to suffer through it uh i think the previous three seasons might still be on netflix because they are not on shutter um if they're not i'm not sure what they're on uh this is like bad acting bad writing um it's an interesting concept the concept is um this piece of shit patriarch of a family calls his family to his private island to hold um games as their family reunion which they had always done before and they were uh for like monetary prizes um but this time he's dying and this is for his entire inheritance and the control of his company um which is millions and millions of dollars all of his kids are pieces of shit all the grandkids you don't know if they're pieces of shit or not but you find out that most of them are uh and like there's a bunch of shenanigans but it basically like the games basically play out like fucking uh like morbid survivor games <laughs> like the first <laughs> the first game they're literally like okay you got to hang from this rope until somebody falls and they're like okay so they start doing it and then the person that's running the games like rolls out these mats with spikes on them and like okay and everybody's like, what the fuck? Better then, hold on. Yeah, better hold on. Don't fall off. Uh, one of the other games is like a, like a platformer. It's just like, like parkouring on just little boxes across a gap in the basement. And the floor is covered in water and has like electrical cables hanging in it. Hmm. So it's just like whittling away at everyone that's in line to inherit. Yeah, but like the, none of the game, like not none, but the first few games like don't actually kill people. It's like there's also a murderer that is killing people, but they mm. always kill the people that lose. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting concept that was horribly executed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend it. If you want to suffer through it, go ahead. It's on Shudder. I, I s strongly suggest watching the first two seasons instead. And if you're going to watch something on Shudder, like a series on Shudder, which I actually don't suggest using Shudder, like, unless the stuff is only on Shudder. Like, it's a very awkward streaming service. I yeah. wish it wasn't. Um, yeah. But, like... And I, I'm forgiving it having, like, poor streaming quality because it's, like, super cheap and it's very niche. So, like, yeah, I understand it, like, them not being able to dedicate as much, uh, you know, infrastructure to it as, like, Netflix and Amazon do. Uh, I understand that. But, like, it's not that hard to program. Well, it is hard to program, a, a, like, a streaming service. But, like, it's not that expensive i would imagine compared to like getting a shitty one versus getting one that works you know <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean um and everybody should just be copy pasting fucking netflix's anyway but yeah. um 
when you're watching a show, it doesn't just like start the next next episode. You have to like go back to the menu and start manually start the next episode. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah I it, couldn't do that. Yeah, it also doesn't have like a uh, uh, like continue watching feature. Like when you get to the series, if you were on episode five, it's like okay, you want to start episode five, but there's not like a a page or anything for stuff that you're already watching. So you got to like either search for or find it on the page that it's on. Oh, gross. The the not... show or whatever you were watching. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so like I was mostly being <laughs> facetious about not having the uh it go to the next episode. Yeah. But like it's kind of a big deal if you don't have like a continue watching thing. Yeah. Cuz then I got to remember what the fuck I was watching. Right. I also still sound like a pretentious prick still. Well, first world problems yeah. yeah i mean definitely first world problems but <laughs> um but like i i think they do have a really cool idea with the front page basically being stuff basically being like three tv channels of horror movies yeah uh i, I think, think that's, that's cool so like they just play like whatever on the first one the second one is folk horror and the third one is flash uh slashers flashers <laughs> it's just it's just the titties from all the horror movies um no it's the third one is slashers um i don't know if they like change that up it's been like that since i got it and i've had it for maybe six months so i don't know if they change up those genres that they have mm. on the other two is pig on shutter uh, I don't know if it is or not. I'd have to look. Cause like they do, they do have like some cool, exclusive originals. Yeah, like Mandy. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, just like the the service itself isn't great. Yeah. Um, and then, but Slasher, Flesh and Blood, I would not suggest watching it. Um, if you're gonna watch something on Shutter, watch Mandy. Watch uh, Channel Zero. Glorious. Yeah, watch Glorious. Watch stuff like that. Or just like some classic horror movies. They've got a ton of like Italian, old Italian shit oh, on shit. there. Uh, like in tons of like classic horror movies. So Spaghetti horror. Yeah. There's Gallo, I think is the, the term for it. I like spaghetti horror. <laughs> Which is also a good description for The Last of Us, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Gross vegan... <laughs> gross vegan spaghetti. Uh, well, I mean, if it's a... If it's a living organism... Well... Never mind. Yeah, do, do vegans consider fungi as, like, uh... It's, like, damn near sentient. Like, I, I, would, I mean, like, the way that it... We've talked about it recently. It seems that way, yeah. but I guess it doesn't have a face, so it's okay. <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> we eat meat because we're not. Never mind. Anyway, uh, we're not vegan. That's yeah, what we're I was not vegan. Say. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I mean, we're almost done with the show, right? Like we've did a recommends. We've done like headlines and everything. Yeah. We didn't have any trailers. We didn't so have like any trailers. I don't have a quiz. Do you have a quiz? I don't have a quiz. I mean, Barry, I don't doesn't, have Barry doesn't have a quiz, right? I have a quiz. Barry has, Barry? A, Barry has a quiz. Yeah, Dude. I did this for Dave, but then he couldn't show up. Dave! Fucking disappointing. Fucking Snowpocalypse 2023, y'all. Yeah, Do it's I have not a quiz? Fault. Okay, I have a quiz. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are we going to call this? Uh... uh 
Brazzers with Barry. Is it is it a porn quiz? No. Okay. <laughs> quiz. I like with- that you had to think about it though. <laughs> Quizzing with Barry. Nine point two five. Uh, Ron Jeremy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know if that's right. I don't think so. I mean, he was really short, so it would look huge if he was... Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're talking about his dick. I thought he was. Yep. We could. We, we were getting too close to the end, and, like, no one had talked about a dick yet. 9.2 so. charges of sexual assault. Um, Woo! Hmm. Uh, yeah, so let's just call it Quizzing with Barry and move on. Quizzing and- with Barry. Take it away, bud. You're going to edit this so I win, right? If you win. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so... I should have worded this different. What was the first name used? Whoa. What? He's just getting straight to the meat. He's going to the questions. Oh, okay, so it's multiple choice. I got ten questions. That seems... That seems like the normal thing. Yeah. Except when you're doing a quiz and it's like 50. Well, it's because I just picked <laughs> random quizzes on the internet. It says in the title, <laughs> random internet quizzes with Shane because Dave isn't here. Like the whole thing is explained right there. Yeah. Okay. So are we supposed choice. to have voice, uh, buzzers or something? Or Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Do you want to do buzzers? Yes. Yeah. So... Did Dave install some buzzers? I don't know. Let me see. No? Is that a no? Wait, do you, do you have to turn them on from Dave's seat? Uh-oh. Oh. Damn it, Dave. Ah, oh, that's a pretty good one, Dave. <laughs> Beep boop. Okay. Um... So, question one. Okay. Multiple choice, right? Yes. Okay. What was the first name used after the phrase AKA on video? Oh, you motherfucker. A, the Shane dog. B, Shane nasty. C, Shane board. Beep boop. Shane. Uh, Shane dog? Correct. Ah! <laughs> Should I like keep track of score? Are you just gonna? Oh, we. we yeah, this is extremely loose when we do these quizzes. <laughs> I mean, usually after I get the first point, Dave chides Russell for not having any points, and then he moves on. Uh, Russell, catch up. Thank you. I did it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, so all of these are questions about the show, where oh, the answers God. are. In the show. So if either of you had ever watched, you should be able to get these numbers. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, I feel like this is maybe the hardest. I don't know. Question two. What's Dave's jellyfish named? A, Penny. B, Sheldon. C, Leonard. Dave has a jellyfish? It was a thing he mentioned one time in one episode. Beep boop. Shane. Uh, Penny? No. Okay. Damn it, Dave. Russell. Leonard. Yes. Yeah, I got a point. 
One one, bitch. I mean, he's only going to C, so you had a much higher chance of getting it right. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about. So I had three questions, and there was going to be three of you, and I was going to. So like for sure, someone's going to get it. Yeah. But I was I was thinking about making you lose points if you got it wrong. Mm. So it would have been Ooh. a bunch of negatives. Oh, that'd be gnarly. Yeah. So question three. How many times did Dave say documentary wrong in the episode? I think there's a gas link. The show. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm glad this is multiple <laughs> choice. A2, B4, C8. Damn it, Dave. Russell. Four. Correct. Yeah. Two points. I went first that time, so my percentage was lower. Good for you. <laughs> this is, I wish that was a question. How many times did Russell win a game on the show? I think it's like four. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was one. <laughs> no, man, you you were you were competing the first few quizzes, and then I just like started wrecking you out of nowhere, yeah, and then like guests would win occasionally. Yeah. But then. You just, like, never got points at some point. Yeah. I thought you were sandbagging for a while. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think three times he said documentary, and then one time he just fucked it up on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Question four. What was the first episode of DQP Weekly that the unbearable weight of massive talent was mentioned? Oh, fuck. Kind of got like, uh, A, the unbearable weight of spoilers, B, the unbearable stunner, the case of a botched halo, C, trains, pets, and Sharkula, the dying light of massive talent. Damn it, Dave. Russell. B. No. Damn it. What was what was A and C? A was the unbearable weight of spoilers, and C was trains, pets, and Sharkula, the dying light of massive talent. <sighs> Beep boop. Chain. C. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one, the unbearable weight of spoilers, uh -huh. that wasn't DQP Weekly. That was... DQP does a hostful or whatever the show was before uh, we turned before it into we the week. Oh. So that was actually tricky. the first mention Time we of mentioned it. it. Yeah. In oh, the man. DQP. That's good. That was a <clears> good holy question. Shit. This quiz Dude, is fucking gnarly. gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what guest cemented the episode title as Rope a Goat Spit on My Button instead of It Takes a Rope Goatsy's Back? <laughs> Doug, Mike, or Bill. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? What guest cemented the episode title as Rope a Goat, Spit on My Button, instead of It Takes a Rope, Goatsy's Back? Beep boop. Shane. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only guest on that episode. 
I couldn't remember who the guest was on that episode. <laughs> I'm I was he was the only one that I could uh, imagine telling us to spit on his button or saying that he was going to spit on his button. <clears throat> so where do you at now? Uh, three. I think it's three two. Three two. Is this All question right. six? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What was the first item used on the table as a centerpiece? Damn it, Dave. Oh, he hasn't done the thing. You gotta read the thing. Yeah. Is this where the negative comes in? If it gets it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're the game master. (laughs) Take his points away. Uh, Russell. Do you want me to answer it? Yeah, you were gonna answer it. It was a Meeseeks box. Hmm. Was it? Because I don't remember seeing that. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll wait for the answers. Um, Zombicide, Undead or Alive, a giant plush D20, or a ceramic owl? Beep, boop. Chain. A giant plush D20. Yeah, that was the first one I saw. I don't... Maybe I fucked it up. Um, Billy, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Email us, drafttq <laughs> at gmail.com, if Barry has fucked this quiz up. So far, I've believed everything he said. And Russell winning, was just so. so so confident. He shook you. That now I'm not. I'm still pretty confident, but I think it was before. So, like, if you take it from when we were doing it on a regular basis and on, then it's probably that the the plush D twenty plushy yeah, yeah the plush D twenty. Oh but, yeah, it's still there up here. If you go back to the first time we put something on the table, I'm pretty sure it was the Meesex box. But we that was that was just like something I did offhand because I knew I was going to talk about Rick and Morty. Mm. Was that like episode zero? No, yeah, it doesn't I, I, It might have been. I don't know. We'd have to go back to the first video that we recorded because it might have been one of the first couple of videos we recorded before we started doing the item on the table. So. When I was making this quiz, I was just on our YouTube channel, just going through all of our videos and trying to find weird stuff. Yeah, no, this quiz is amazing. I love this quiz. Yeah, this is fantastic. I love it. What is that error you have? OneDrive isn't signed in. Oh, fuck OneDrive. What question are we on? Uh, question seven. Seven, yeah, because I'm. it's 14. What was the Maybe. cover for Dave's super top secret mission when he burned himself via email? I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Food poisoning, mental health day, vacation. I can't remember what he was actually doing now. Beep boop. Chang. Vacation? Yes. Are you winning now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 5-2. Catch up, Russell. What, you've been winning the whole time? Uh, no, he was winning after uh, question three. Oh, and then yeah. I caught up and then I pulled away. Yeah. He got number two and number three correct. And so then I was pulling away. Okay, question number eight. What's the last thing Bill from Indy said on DQP Weekly? The one with Bill from Indy. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. A. I'll be wearing a suit and have a shave, I promise. B, I was trying to one-up Dave, but I can't. C, 
I think that wraps up the show. Damn it, Dave. Russell. Uh, A. Yes. Three points. I got to win out so we tie. <clears throat> I'm very asked to come up with a tiebreaker. Just testing my button. Oh, shit. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Question number nine. Yep. What was the streaming service Doug said was a sponsor? Damn it, Dave. Russell. Fucking Peacock. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah. now you're back to two? <laughs> what do you mean, no? It wasn't Peacock. Well, I, he was talking about a show... Okay, um... A, Netflix, B, Hulu, C, Peacock. Beep, boop. Shane. Hulu. Yeah. He was like, something, something on Hulu. Oh, not a sponsor. And then you were, Shane was like, we don't have to say that. And he was like, oh, they are a sponsor. <sighs> on this show. Yeah, on this, this show. This show. Yep. This show. Yep. I should have put that episode title like I did for the bill question. I went back too far. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I went back to like 2001. Yeah. 2021? Oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> we have not been doing this show for four of our friends to listen to for 20 years. <laughs> They're pretty cool though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm okay with that. It's just funny. <laughs> Hey, and if you guys listen to us and you've never sent us an email or commented on anything, please do so so that we know that not just like our four friends listen to this and yeah. Barry because he has to edit it. <laughs> yeah. Please. Please, God. <laughs> so the last question kind of had a tiebreaker thing in it. So, okay. yeah, but he fucked it up, so. Each of these answers can give you a point. Okay. One of them is the correct answer, but if you can answer the answer, I'll give you another point. Have okay. you been keeping track of the points? Yeah, I, six, 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 three. Six, three. Okay. Or two if you actually penalized him earlier. No. <laughs> He's already losing hard enough. Yeah. yeah. What was the first hanging big brain with Dave question asked on video? <sighs> So, if you know the answer to one of the questions and you just want that one point, you can just answer wrong and get that point. Holy shit. A. I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? B. The original Dungeons & Dragons box set was released in what year? C. This show was aired on ABC at 9 a.m., it featured those furry creatures from the Return of the Jedi movie released in 1983. What was the show called? I don't want to get a question wrong <laughs> twice. What was the first one? Damn it, Dave. Russell. Uh, the answer to C is Ewoks. And that was the first Hanging Big Brain with Dave question. So you just got two points. Fuck yeah! Five points. Yeah, you're still losing. I'm good. <laughs> There's still two more questions to answer. Yeah. 
Do you want to try to answer the other two? What he answered his question. Yeah, but that was. Oh no, I don't. I don't have answers for any of those. I mean, I I know what the animals are, but I thought it was the title of the show, and I didn't know the title of the show was Ewoks. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons was 1963. 74. 74. I knew it was the 70s, but what was the the riddle? I'm always on the dinner table, but you don't get to eat me. What am I? Beep boop. Shane. Plates. Yeah, you got that right again. (laughs) Oh, again. Good job. (laughs) Good job. I think you. No, I don't remember. Now I have to go back through all our videos and see if that Meeseeks box was first. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I thought that's what it was. I thought that was the first thing. Because that would have given you a point that Shane would have had one less point. Yeah, so it still would have been six five. Mm. Okay, I just got another one, so it's seven five. Yeah. <laughs> That was my game. That was that great. Was I loved it. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's too much damn work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll only ask you to do that once a year, every January, the last week. Hmm. <laughs> I think these that are way you all... have all year to come up with the quiz. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> At the start of the new season, and do a quiz about the last season. And that's a good quiz. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you're still going to do it like the week before. <laughs> yeah. Because it's you, but... <coughs> yep. Okay. Well, that's the end of the quiz. That's the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm not your boy, Dave. Not your boy. I'm Shane. And this is Russell the Love Muscle. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. <laughs> Producer Russell. Thanks for joining us. Find us on all your... Find us on all of your social medias. Uh, search Drafty Quarters Productions and or Drafty Q. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. Join our subreddit. Do that, please. Draft um, quarters, one word, no dash. Yeah, there's no dash. No dash, no seasoning. Um, fi- dash is a seasoning. Mrs. Dash? Yeah, sure. I think there's a Mr. Dash. It has more pepper. Also, join our Patreon. <laughs> For $1, you can help us feel supported by your... Money. Money. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah join our patreon we have a general support tier uh it is one dollar a month uh we would appreciate that you can help us reach our goal of 1000 subscribers giving us one dollar a month to help us build our entertainment empire also send questions comments concerns thoughts and i guess just let us know you're listening uh yeah, at draftyq at gmail.com All right. We got a special guest, Editor Barry. What's up? (laughs) 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think he said like, other than the quiz, I think he said like 15 words. So I'm already quiet, quiet and awkward on recording. Yeah. And then now there's a camera too. Yeah, I know. It's just like yeah. made it worse. Yeah. It's super awkward. But your mustache looks great, by the way. Yeah, I found my wax this morning. Oh, nice. yeah. Nice. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of the DQP Weekly. Yep. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Don't let your meat meatloaf. of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.